Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. A proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com. And now your hosts, Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 46 of the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. As always, we're broadcasting live the Collar and Elbow Studios. Our shirt this week, let me pull it up right here, Patrick. This is a good one. This is a new one. I haven't seen this before. It's called the Globe T-shirt. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got the old look to it, maybe the Von Erichs look to it. Yeah, somebody's given someone a nice little German suplex yeah, there. Yeah, a little a belly-to-back suplex action. Yep, there you go. It says CXC. It has a globe on it, collarandelbowbrand.com. Now, the cool thing with Collar and Elbow and us being a sponsored podcast is that you can save 10% off your entire order. So if you order six shirts, you're going to save 10% off that entire order. All you mm-hmm. have to do is just use our code at checkout, The Average Marks. You can check us out on the gorillaposition.com and get a good look at the globe T-shirt. Or you can go to collarandelbowbrand.com and slap it into your cart. Put the average marks on promo code and save 10% off on your order. Patrick, what did it do, Clint? Not too much, man. Uh, you know, getting ready for uh, for some New Japan tonight. We have Fighting Spirit Unleashed tonight. Uh, we're also going to go over the Destruction shows here on this episode. We haven't really gotten a chance in the last couple of weeks to go over the Destruction show, so we're going to do that. We have Cruz joining us here. Uh, so we're going to get Cruz in on all of that as well. But uh, for the Average Marks, episode number 46, September 30th, 2018, uh, big rumor this morning came out about uh, Punishment Martinez maybe heading to NXT. We're going to talk about that. Um, also, a uh, WWE superstar has become a longest reigning champion of all time. We're going to talk about that. Also, and, uh, kind of a scary injury on Monday Night Raw to one of the, uh, the women wrestlers. We'll talk about that. Mm. Um, and, then, of course, New Japan's uh, Destruction Review. Also talk about Fighting Spirit Unleashed, which will be happening tonight here in America. And then, of course, we have Rumor Mill, uh, a little something you have about Tennille Dashwood. Mm-hmm. Also, meetings between WWE and Impact officials. And a little rumor about the Brian Miss feud. And then, of course, we have an interview with Jackson Castle that will be coming up at the end of the show. So that is your uh, rundown for the Average Marks episode number 46 for September 30th, 2018. That's right. Really excited yeah, about Jackson. Really excited about Really excited, but let me turn down Cruz there. Uh, really excited about Jackson Castle showing up. He just returned from Japan, so I'm pretty sure he's got some good stories. So we're looking forward to talking to him later on in the show. Katie, look, she. Okay, now she's looking. Good. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure she seems kind of out of it today. It's Sunday. I was out of it last Sunday, so I can understand why. And then the weather down here this weekend <laughs> has been very gloomy. So it's kind of like I'm a little more pepped up today than I was, yeah. you know, the other day. But uh, certainly this weather is had us, you know, just makes you want to take a nap. I yeah. guess, in a way. Now you don't take a nap out there. You go to our website, averagemarks.com, because we just got finished. Throwing down yes. on episode three of the hottest women in wrestling tournament. Let me uh, get Cruz back up here because he wants to throw in some two cents. Cruz, hi. How about the uh, how, how about that hottest woman in wrestling tournament? We uh, we completed round one. Man, there's some there's some good old fashioned barn burners, couple slobber knockers, and they're all hotter than donut grease. That's right. <laughs> three. Three JR references in one sentence. There you go. Bam. Bam, Bam, man. I've never, I'm a big JR mark, and I've never even done anything like that. So 
That's impressive. It took a lot of preparation. Well, <laughs> you haven't been up very long here today. You, uh, we just finished recording that episode, so go listen to that at our website, averagemarks.com. I think it's also available probably what any – is it available anywhere else where our pod, our regular podcast is available? No. Or is it just on our website? Yeah, it's a website exclusive, yeah. averagemarks.com. You have to go to our right website. Right under the podcast tab. And you can also go and vote now. Yes. We have the first half of the second round – uh, polls should be up now at our website, averagemarks.com. So be sure to go and vote. Uh, get your vote heard because there was a handful today. It went down to the uh, the fan vote. So some of these matchups will go down to what the fans vote. Um, go vote now and uh, screw Randy uh, because <laughs> Randy because Randy. Randy keeps you know banning us from posting on any groups. Uh, so we're gonna yeah try- we know it's you chump. Yeah, we're gonna try to maybe post some links to some of these groups and get some more people in here voting because uh, we want to yeah. hear, we want to see what you guys think, you know, because the matchups are only gonna get stronger. Um, but if you want to find out who's advanced to the second round, go listen to episodes two and three if you have not done so yet. Episode three should now be up, right? It is up. It's up now, so go check it out. We got Cruz and Brink uh, on those episodes. We got Cruz here right now. Cruz, uh, I know he has a lot to say. I think he said he had something to say about Punishment Martinez, and then, mm-hmm. of course, coming up, uh, we're going to talk about New Japan Destruction, uh, the, th- the three big shows, and then Fighting Spirit Unleashed um, tonight. But let's first talk about Punishment Martinez. Yes. Apparently, a lot of rumblings uh, early in this morning about Punishment Martinez. He's uh, almost done, I guess, with his uh, indie uh, commitments, and apparently he's on his way to um, NXT. Uh, Ryan, now, we have any actual credible sources that have put <clears throat> that out there? Or? Uh, uh, WrestlingSourceNews.com. Okay. Do you have the... I mean, what, any quick rundown of what they had to really say about this? Uh, that was about it. I was just so yeah, those... he, he didn't re-sign with ROH, and once he's done with his indie shows, he's going to the Performance Center. Well, I tell you what, um, you know, obviously, uh, another you know big name talent uh, that NXT can add to their roster. They just continue to get people uh, in there, just kind of rolling through there, the, the developmental, if you will, of WWE. So, Punishment Martinez. Uh, expected to, uh, you know, head to NXT at some point. When exactly? We don't know. But, uh, Cruz, you you said you had some strong feelings about uh, Punishment Martinez. Yeah, this is how I feel about it. I got a chance to see Punishment Martinez live in person. And um, when Punishment Martinez does the normal big guy stuff, he's absolute trash. I'm not going to say absolute trash, but he's absolute trash. Like, (laughs) He doesn't do anything right, you know? But whenever they he the part of his match where he decided that he was gonna start letting go and, you know, doing high flying stuff, diving over rings, trying to kill himself constantly, that's whenever he shines. He's a big man who's also a high flyer. If he tries to do big man stuff, it's gonna be absolutely terrible. I saw him almost drop Flip Gordon, and Flip Gordon weighs about a buck thirty. So oh, Lord. <laughs> Do you think we could see a Punishment Martinez pulling a Sid Vicious off the top rope? Ow. Ow. <laughs> um, I mean, that's always possible, always, but, I mean, I, he almost broke his face Oof. in New Orleans. Uh-huh. So, I mean, anything is possible. But he's way more high-fly than, you know, jump off the top and do a kick. Oh, yeah. He's like, he dove over, you know, the patented dive over the the ring post outside from the ring. He did that. Wow. And it was, it was spectacular, but we all know 
that once he gets to where he's going, it's going to be, oh, you're a big man. Do big man stuff. And it's going to be. Well, I don't know if that'll be the case in NXT. Right, Triple H usually. Well, I mean, what, you know, if he somehow makes it to the main roster, that'll probably be what it is. NXT lifer? Because they, they uh, let Ono do his thing. Huh? Because they let Ono do his thing. Yeah, well, Cassius Ono's been in NXT for a decade now. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's ever getting called up, but he's, uh, he's a, you know, an That's NXT. What I'm if he's an NXT lifer, yeah, he'll be. The big man who flies, but if he gets called up, he's gonna have to probably use his same gimmick, except be a big man. Oh yeah, but uh, well, like I said, we don't know when he's expected to go to NXT, but I'm sure when he does, like I said, Triple H is gonna, you know, Triple H is gonna have him at his disposal, and we know what Triple H can do with all those great guys that he has at his disposal. So uh, looking at some possible matchups for Punishment Martinez, obviously like an EC3. Um, mm -hmm. or Ricochet and Adam Cole, which you know that'd be who? quite Adam Cole, Bebe. Oh, okay. Every time, every freaking time, <laughs> man. They, who? Adam Cole, Bebe. Um, and you got maybe an Alistair Black. I oh, think he snap. might. He still, yeah, Alistair Black and Punishment Martinez. That'd be a. It's mm -hmm. quite be a, that'd be an interesting feud. You know, Johnny Gargano, a Champa, the long hairs. Uh, yeah. So like, a Champa and uh, so you know, there's a lot of a lot of possibilities for. You know, Punishment Martinez. But like we said, we don't even know. Uh, did, did it say when his last indie commitment was? Made it sound like it was soon. Uh, they didn't say, but uh, it just said he was finishing up his indie commits. Mm -hmm. Now we have. I mean, they made him drop the title on a TV taping, so it's got to right. be soon. Now we did have some comments from our Facebook page. Uh, shout out to Joe from the J and K podcast. He said, "I would rather he have stayed. WWE will turn him into another Roman Reigns, and yes, that is a bad thing." What do y'all think about that? Well, I mean, it, it it depends on what he means by that. I mean, obviously, these are two different, you know, gimmicks. Um, as far as, you know, maybe, you know, the fact that they shove Roman Reigns down our throats, I don't think we're going to see that from Punishment Martinez. I don't know if they are of the belief, at least not yet, that Punishment Martinez is that caliber of an, you know, a professional wrestler or, you know, because in WWE – it goes well beyond just being able to wrestle. You have to talk on the mic. You have to be able to tell a story. You have to have charisma. And right now, and obviously, there's a lot of things that Punishment Martinez can needs to work on. That's why he's going to go to NXT. So, um, you know, it just depends if he can put all those things together. And, uh, you know, then we'll see just how much they may or may not shove him down our throats. But uh, first thoughts, at least from me, He'll go to NXT, he'll do great, because uh, most uh, 9 out of 10 people that go to NXT do do great. And, uh, you know, hopefully he stays, stays, he'll probably stay in NXT for at least a solid two years, get things really going. If he gets really over in NXT, they'll probably bump him to the main roster, and then, of course, from there, you know, it's anybody's guess what happens. But I think he goes to NXT, he'll stay there for at least two years, he'll work his way up. Um, I could see him winning the NXT championship at some point. After that, I don't really know, but... He'll have a uh, he'll have a pretty solid NXT stint. It might not be you know like kind of like Ricochet. Ricochet came in just on fire and you know really took NXT by storm. I don't think Punish Mar Punishment Martinez will do that off the bat. Uh, give him about six months. He'll be uh, you know he'll he'll be up in the top quarter of NXT. I think though. Right. And do Benny you really think he's gonna win an NXT championship? He didn't even win the ROH championship. Oh. I, th well, I think I, I said because I think they're gonna try and jail him. I think Triple H will try and jail him. Um, you know we talk about big men. Uh, Drew McIntyre was NXT champ, so Drew McIntyre is kind of a much bigger guy, I think, than Punishment Martinez. So, um, 
and then Drew Drew McIntyre is a guy that you know had a had a stint with WWE with you know the three man band and all that, and that didn't really you know work out eventually. And then he basically had to kind of hit the reset button and start over. Whereas Punishment Martinez, in a way, is kind of doing that, but you know he's coming from a smaller company in Ring of Honor, um, and now. Of course, he was a champ. He, you know, he was a champ. He was what the TV champ, or yeah, the TV champ. <laughs> he was the TV champ in Ring of Honor. So, you know, it, to me, it doesn't necessarily matter what you've done at this point. The the, the for NXT, it's you know, you, you 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 have a name, you have a brand. We can come over here and we can hit that reset button on you and make you a a, a new and improved Punishment Martinez. And like I said, if he does well, I think he can compete for an NXT championship because in NXT, these guys come in and out, in and out. The turnover is pretty high. Obviously, a lot go to the main roster. So I think when it's – I'm not saying he's going to come in and, you know, win titles off the bat like Ricochet has. Ricochet hasn't been there for a year yet, and he's already the North American champion. So yeah. um, I think it'll be at least a year before Punishment Martinez wins a belt. But I think towards the tail end of his NXT career, I could see him winning the uh, NXT championship. But now that they have the North American championship – I could certainly see, you know, them maybe throwing him into at least that title picture uh, fairly soon. He might not win it, but I think they can throw him in that title picture after a few months, maybe. Now, Cruz, tell me what you think about Benny Calhoun's uh, comment right here. Punishment is one of the most agile big men I've ever seen. I'd love to see him go toe-to-toe with Drew McIntyre or Ricochet. Uh, that's true. Like I said, I I saw him live. I've seen what he's done. Um, as far as agility, you know, it's, it's crazy watching that a guy that big do flippy stuff mm-hmm. over ring posts. And it's, I agree. He is definitely, definitely, um, very agile of a big guy. Um, it, and I'll just go back. It depends on how they use him. Like if you put... Flippy big guy against flippy little guy, and have a flip fest. I'm gonna mark out. I'm yeah, that that would be that would be very interesting if they did it that way. Because you know, yeah. like we said, you know, they, some, when they do the big man stuff, you know, because uh, honestly, you know, in WWE, when you have a big man like that, they're gonna want you to do big man stuff, and hopefully, uh, you know, in NXT, they can work on things like that. Which, of course, and they're gonna try and you know. I guess, you know, how can I say, sharpen him up on the flippy stuff. But uh, certainly the big yeah. man stuff, he needs a lot of work. And uh, I think NXT yeah. is the perfect place for him to do that because they're going to give him really free reigns to you know, kind of do whatever he wants, I guess, in a way. Not necessarily do what he wants, but within the ring, they, they give them all sorts of freedom. They take the cuffs off of them boys in, in NXT. Yep. So, yeah, we'll be on the lookout for Punishment Martinez possibly uh, coming to NXT. Maybe by the end of the year. Maybe we see him show up at War Games in November. Who knows? So uh, something to keep an eye on. Punishment Martinez expected to head to NXT after he, uh, you know, after he uh, does all his indie commitments. Yeah. Next thing we're going to talk about here: Kofi Kingston. He's the longest. He has become the longest reigning tag team champion. Our superstar with the most days is tag team champions in WWE. Uh, he broke Billy Gunn's record. I think now he's probably at like maybe 960 or something or close to 960, but Billy Gunn was a, the top all-time 953. Mr. Fuji now third all-time, 932 days, but Kofi Kingston, the number one guy, most days as WWE tag team champion. Uh, Big E, his uh, New Day partner, sent out a tweet 
at True Kofi has the most days as tag team champion in the history of WWE. Never failed a drug test. Never had a brush with the law. Always given, always a professional to the highest degree. Give this man his flowers while he can still smell them. I'm not sure what he meant by while well, he can still smell them, but uh, he'll but, turn. No, he'll turn. You think? No. Oh no. <laughs> Well, you know, if anybody has a heel turn out of the New Day, I think it would be Big E because I think Big E's the one that they would want to have a singles push for. That's coming yeah. down the line at some point in the next couple of years. But, but yeah, you know, congrats to Kofi Kingston. Uh, he's he's really he's been there a while now. I think he he's been in WWE what for at least about a solid ten years now. So you know, time flies. Uh, you know, and you don't think Kofi's been there that long, but man, he's. Uh, of course, Mr. Royal Rumble, and uh, you know the most creative ways to stay in the Royal Rumble is Kofi Kingston, and uh, you know he's—I wouldn't say he's a WWE Hall of Famer just yet, but I think he's on the cusp of becoming a WWE Hall of Famer. He's been Intercontinental Champion. He's been—he's the longest, most you know held uh, tag team champions as far as uh, cumulative days. Like I said, he's not. Like I said, his career ended today. He would not be a WWE Hall of Famer, but he's maybe uh, you know a major title win away, a major title run away from. I say major, like where WWE champion or uh, Universal champion. He's got the he's won the Intercontinental, and I think he may have won the United States Championship. I'm not sure, but I know at one time he definitely was the Intercontinental champion. So you know, Kofi's had a tremendous career. Uh, hats off to him. I, I've always enjoyed Kofi Kingston. Uh, see, I think Kofi Kingston, if it wasn't for the New Day, he wouldn't have a job in the WWE. He'd be booking events for 100 bucks in Podunk, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Or Iowa. Uh, yeah, I, I partially agree with you there. The New Day sort of revitalized all three of these guys' careers. Um, Big E was a big man. Uh, he was, you know, with Ziggler when they had A.J. Lee. He was kind of like the muscle there. And AJ then Lee, uh, Xavier out. Woods uh, wasn't really doing much of anything uh, except maybe have a little extracurricular activity with Paige <laughs> backstage. But, you know, and I, I'll never forget, it was actually about five or six years to the day a few weeks ago, WWE's Facebook page posted the promo when Xavier Woods came out and basically formed the New Day with Kofi Kingston and uh, Big E Langston, who, that's who he was at the time, now he's just Big E. And that was six years ago. It's crazy mm-hmm. to think how time has flown that the New Day has been together now for six years. They've never split up. I mean, that's a long time for a faction of three guys to stay together in WWE. So forming that group and just their gimmick and everything has been absolute money for WWE. And Kofi Kingston is, you know, partially to thank for that. He's 33% of them. So yeah. he's, a uh, you know, kudos to Kofi Kingston and the two other guys and the creative for putting that team together. And uh, they're also the longest reigning tag team champions in history as well as far as a consecutive run. I think they had like, what, 400-some-odd days. Is, was it, did they get to 500 days? I don't know if they did or not. Oh, snap. What you watching? Sorry. Uh, Bengals just scored with one second left in the game. They went up 37-36 on Atlanta. Oh, boy. Nice. The dirty birds falling. Yeah, take that, Atlanta. They're going to have two late losses uh, in a row. Did you see but, Penn State-Ohio State last night? Are you damn right I what saw that comeback. game. I had uh, I picked Ohio State to win that game. So Nice. So it was go Buckeyes for last night, but now it's back to go Tigers. Yeah. They put a whooping on Ole Miss last night. I love that. Go Tigers. Uh, yeah, so, but, yeah, you know, uh, kudos to Kofi Kingston. Like I said, as far as uh, 
you know, I was talking about Kofi Kingston, you know, being a Hall of Famer. I think the New Day as a group, if they, um, if their career ended today, I think them as a group would be in the Hall of Fame. That's just me. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say that, like Kofi Kingston as an individual, not a chance, but New Day as a whole, definitely, because as of like this generation, there's record like. The name The New Day. Even I knew The New Day before I even started. They're like, you know, when you start throwing names out there, like Freebirds, Dudley Boys, New Day, you know who it is. Oh, yeah. You don't have to look who they are. Exactly. You know who The New Day is. So definitely as a whole, they could definitely make it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, like I said, I think if their career ended today or if The New Day split up today and never reformed again, which obviously, you know, that's not going to happen. That's, that's the thing, too. That's the most impressive thing about them is their longevity. They came in here in 2012, and you know, six years later, granted they've been heels and they've been faces, they've gone back and forth a couple of times, but them together as a trio, they've never split up. Uh, you know, it's always cool because like sometimes if one of them gets hurt, that's okay because they just kind of sit on the sidelines and they just you know like like there was one time Kofi Kingston got hurt. Every time they were in a tag match, they'd have Big E and Xavier, or you know, if Xavier's hurt or and stuff like that. And Big E, I don't even think he's never been hurt. So, you know, it's just really impressive how the, the longevity. A man. That's right. Uh, Big E got the, the biggest pair of boobs of any man in uh, WWE. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, but congrats to Kofi. It's a great accomplishment. Um, and right now that number is continuing to count. So Yeah. Yep. Anything else on that? or No, I was just going to slam him again. But uh, <laughs> Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, uh, thank your lucky stars for Vince McMahon. Otherwise, you'd be selling merch and getting 50 bucks for a wrestling convention in nowhere, Kansas. Now, the dude is an athletic freak. I will, like I said, he's Mr. Royal Rumble. The dude's had so many great saves for himself in the Royal mm. Rumble, but... Yeah, I think uh, the New Day certainly surged his, his career into another, you know, atmosphere that he would not have been able to do on his own. So that, that's that's my thoughts on that. All right, let's go now to uh, the next topic. Is uh, Liv Morgan uh, How you doing? suffered a concussion on Monday Night Raw thanks to the uh, Brie Bella kicks. I'm sorry. Yeah, botch Brie Bella. Mode. Yeah, is, she's no longer Brie mode. She is botch mode. Uh, let me see if I can find a couple of things on uh, that here real quick. But uh, basically, if you did not see the match, um, Nikki, uh, sorry, Brie Bella was, you know, doing the the yes kicks to Liv Morgan. She struck her once in the face, and I think that kind of knocked her out. And you know, Nikki didn't. I mean, Brie didn't. I keep calling her Nikki, but you know, honest mistake. Uh, they're twins, so. You know, and I think when she kicked her, she didn't, you know, she was kicking her and kicking her, didn't notice it. And she got her again as her face was coming down. She was out. Apparently, the referee had no clue that she was out. What a terrible ref. Well, I mean, what's the ref? Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess you got a point because I mean, you got to say, hey, you good? And it's then, pretty obvious. And then she's not responding, like, hey, something's obviously like, wrong. Does this guy do this for a living or is he like a scab ref? I mean, <laughs> come on. Now, when Bree was trying to pull her to the corner, it was. Deathly obvious. Oh yeah, and then somebody said you she could hear stand up. you could hear Bree saying because Bree pretty much pulled her towards the corner, and somebody said you could hear in the corner saying she's out. Now I didn't hear that, but well, yeah, I didn't. Of course, I didn't really 
look for it, but if uh, I'm about to go back and check that out. But yeah, she pulled it to the <coughs> corner and like she couldn't even get on her feet. So and then uh, Ruby Riot got the receipt for Liv Morgan. <laughs> Ruby Riot came in, tagged herself in a swift kick to the to, to the chest of uh, Brie Bella. Now a lot of people, you know. Ever since Brie Bella came back with Daniel Bryan and everything, she's been botching everything. Everybody's hating on her, and you know it's it happens, unfortunately. And but do I think Brie Bella should be wrestling right now? Hell no. Yeah, it's different when you botch on somebody you're supposed to be taking care of. Yeah, but for those of everybody's kind of giving Brie, you know, crap for you know knocking out Liv Morgan. I, I think they need to go a little easy on her because it's not necessarily her fault. I mean, it, it happens. You know, it's no. I think it is. I watched it plenty of times, and I think she did that on purpose. I don't know she did. I would say she did it on purpose. Because she kicked her in the chest, and then she deliberately moved up to her face. She saw she kicked her in the face the first one, and she went for the second one anyway. Well, that's the thing. Like, in the heat of the moment, you just kick it, and you're kicking, and you're kicking, mm-hmm. and, like— You're giving her too much credit, dude. I think that was on purpose. I don't think it was on purpose. I uh, think it Cruz? was a freak accident. I, I don't think it's on purpose, okay. but I will give her shit because uh, that's like time step, hold on. Fifth, Hold on, Chris. <laughs> All right, 25 minutes. I will give her some mess because this is like the fourth one in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> fourth like, one in three now, weeks. Jeez. Now, granted, she's hurting everyone, including herself. I was about to say, I think well, most of those is, is she's hurting herself. Uh, this is the she, first time she's she really. She suicide dives. The one against Selena yeah. Vega. The one against, uh, I think she actually hit Ruby Riot in the mush. And then, uh, and then the one against Liv Morgan. And well, that maybe was that's like, why Ruby yeah. Riot was weeks. getting there. Well, WWE definitely. Let me see. I'm, I'm pulling up. Uh, I gotta, you know, pull up. I'm trying to pull up some articles here on Reddit uh, about the Liv uh, Morgan thing. Uh, let's see. Well, WWE officially, you know, said she has a concussion. So not sure how long um, she's going to be out for. But hopefully she's come. Hopefully she comes back for Evolution. Uh, that that would be a then I think they're actually scheduled to do a three-on-three at Super Showdown. The Riot Squad's taking on Ronda Rousey and who else? It's the Bellas, right? Oh, or yeah, it might be the Bellas and Ronda versus... The Riot Squad, yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, now, Bully Ray, he actually defended Brie Bella. Really? Uh, he defended Brie Bella because Bully Ray was talking about the time he was in the ring with... Who was he in the ring with? Let me see if I can pull this up here. Did he real. not see the video? He, pro- I'm sure he did. Uh, let's see, because he was talking about the time he was in the ring with the Undertaker. Maybe he's wanting to slide in on Bree's DMs. Maybe that's why he's taking up for. Let's see, Bully. Watch out, Daniel. Can blame him. <laughs> okay, this is what Bully Ray tweeted. Um, Other than the shattered ankle, all these injuries came at the hands of my coworkers. I never once held a grudge. It ain't ballet. Accidents happen. It comes with the territory. We are warriors. Rub some dirt on it. Rest up and make the next town. Be a pro. And he put live slash Bree, and he put two thumbs up. So whatever that means. You good? Oh, okay. No, we have we have an, we have an audience at the, at the studio. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so you know, like you know, like I said, it happens. It's kind of like blaming who was it? Um, was it Sasha? They were blaming for basically Paige? retiring Paige. Yeah, yeah. But and Paige was... came out was like, look, it's, it happens. You no, know? she said that because she wanted to keep her career. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> we saw that video too. Yeah, that was terrible. What Paige? Uh, what uh, Sasha did? 
Let's see if I can see what this says. The very latest on the Liv Morgan uh, injury following Raw. Uh, according to PW Insider, Morgan was removed from the match. He was evaluated for a possible concussion by doctors at ringside. Morgan then went underwent further testing backstage. Dave Meltzer added on Wrestling Observer Radio that Morgan is okay. However, it is possible she suffered a concussion and possibly memory loss during the match. So the status of Morgan's entering future will not be known until WWE can complete a concussion test and other tests to fully evaluate Morgan. I don't know if we've actually heard any um you know any statuses on that or not. So Yeah, and like Dave would know anyway. What's Mike we, Johnson got to say about it? I don't know. I have to really look that up. But yeah, that's that was the kind of the big talk. Uh she knocked out Liv Morgan in the ring. Uh on purpose. Ru- <laughs> you think it's on purpose? <laughs> Me and Cruz think it's an accident. I mean, you know, it, it take it for uh you know, take it how you will, but you know, uh, I don't think Brie Bella should be wrestling anymore. I mean, she retired. Now she's kind of coming back. I guess I don't know. I mean, they must are they they must be need money or something. I don't know. But no, there's no way. Hey, Daniel's making it. I think Daniel's making enough. Yeah. So, but hopefully, you know, they're gonna have their their mixed tag match. Or no, they're not gonna have. Oh, Brie Bella should be. Well, she she'll probably be at Evolution. But after that, you know, go go be a housewife or you know, because I think you you shouldn't be. You don't need to be wrestling no well, more. Well, she's got the reality show. That's that's another reason too. I think they're having the Bellas on to try to, you know, promote their the the you know total Bellas or whatever right. the hell they're doing. So, boo. Yeah, I'm booing because John Cena's not on it no more. Are so why Bell- why would anybody watch if John Cena's not on it? Or, uh, well, I'd watch now. I mean, <laughs> well, you don't like John <laughs> Cena either, so you don't like anybody. <laughs> well, it, are the Bellas becoming the Kardashians? Right, everyone. I mean, yeah, the Bellas are like kind of like the Kardashians of the WWE in a way. So, except they don't have a transgender dad. No, they do not. <laughs> and they're not famous for no reason other than taking. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> he 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 had to hold himself back there. Yeah. But yeah, that's what happened. Uh, of course, we'll keep you updated on Liv Morgan's status. But uh, WWE did announce that she has a concussion, so we don't. Mm. We, hopefully, she'll be back for at least Evolution. Yeah. All right, let's move on now to uh, some New Japan stuff here. Uh, Destruction. Uh, we had Destruction in Hiroshima on September 15th. We had Destruction in uh, Beppu. Is how you say it, Chris? <laughs> Tepu. Eh, I'd imagine, yeah, Beppu. That was on September 17th, and then Destruction in Kobe on se- Sunday, September 23rd. Let's talk about the one in Hiroshima. Kobe. Uh, so uh, here's the results for that. Uh, Tiger Mask pinned Rocky Romero and had Tiger Mask, Kushida, Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Shoyo and Rocky Romero. Uh, Bad Luck Fale defeated Toa Hanari in a singles match. David- I don't know why they constantly have that match. I understand that Hanari is Fale's, uh, went to Fale's dojo, but like, yeah. why do you keep having that match? That's like the third time they wrestle together. And it's like, we know Fale's going to squash Hanare, so why why are we watching this? Yeah, so uh, the third match uh, was Davy Boy Smith Jr. Lance Archer defeating uh, Ayoto Yoshida and Michael Elgin. Fourth match, Beretta, Chucky e. T, and Will Ospreay defeated Chase Owens, Yurijo, uh, Yujiro Takahashi, and Kota Ibushi. Uh, next match was the Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championship, Taiji Ishimori, Bone Soldier, defeat uh, and Tangalo and Tamatanga. They defeated Ryusuke Taguchi, David Finley, and Juice Robinson. So uh, they retained their never open weight six man tag team championships. Hiroki Goto 
Toriano and Ghetto defeated Yo Yoshinobu Kanamaru, yeah. Taka Takashi Takashi, uh, Izuka. Dude, usually you're good at this. Izuka. I I I, I don't recognize a couple of these names. And Taichi. He doesn't. He doesn't talk about New Japan anymore. It sounds so like he's, he's reading rusty. the menu. Well, Amy, the, Amy's over there laughing at me trying to uh, trying to pronounce some of these Japanese names here. Uh, Do you speak Japanese? I'm learning. Oh, she's, oh, oh, you're learning Japanese go. over there. We got to get a, She got to be our Japanese well, the, translator. Yeah, when when we go to New Japan, the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom, we're gonna bring you with us. You'll be our translator. <laughs> she's not that good. Well, you got time to learn, Amy. You got time to learn. Uh, the seventh match: Bushi, Sonata, Evil, and Tetsuya Naito <laughs> defeated El Desperado, Takamichi Noku, Zack Saber Jr., and Minoru Suzuki. Then uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Togi Makabee, and uh, Tom- uh, Tomoaki Hanma defeated Jay Wyatt, Yoshihashi, and Kazuchika Okada. Was that the match? No, never mind. Yoshihashi came out and he botched. Uh, no, he, that was Kobe. He wasn't even in the the match when that happened. And no, then, of course, that no, night no. the IWGP Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Kenny Omega defeated Tomohiro Ishii to uh, retain. That was his first. Was that his actual first uh, defense of the title since he won it back in June? Uh, second. He defended against Cody at. Uh, oh yes, yeah, true. G one special. That's true. So Kenny Omega defeats Tomohiro Ishii. Um, Cruz, anything that stood out to you? For, uh, did you? I'm sure you watched uh, that show. Anything? I watched all of them. Uh, that the the Kenny Omega Ishii match. I watched that one. Uh, really good physical match. Who man? They put on a 30 minute little marathon there. It was a great match. If you put in, if you put Kenny Omega and Tomohiro Ishii into a ring and you say, "Hey, you guys wrestle," it could be for the C Block Championship. It could be for two peanuts. Yeah. It could be in front of nobody. It could be for life or death. They are gonna beat the absolute crap out of each other. Oh and yeah, and they did. It was it was it was great. Now let me ask you this: Is Kenny doing himself kind of a disservice and kind of shortening his career because most of his matches, most dudes are spending ten minutes in a ring and they're done for the night. This guy's, you know, thirty minutes, sixty minute matches. Well, okay, now now Kenny Omega is changing the world. He is. He's the best bout machine right now. But um, you know, and, you know, they had the G one special. I, I know that took a lot out of their every everybody. But uh, after that, they had what like a month. The G one climax. Oh, the G one climax. Yeah, and they yeah. they had. Then uh, after that, though, they had like a month to kind of you know regroup and stuff. So uh, there are times yeah. where they do get a lot of time off and all that stuff. But it's kind of like. I guess their workloads come in packs. So, and right now, the, you know, they have destruction that that happened. That the road to destruction shows. They have Fighting Spirit Unleashed. I think King of Pro Wrestling's coming up here uh, in a, yep. in a week or two. So, uh, so this is another busy time. They'll probably have another break sometime in November, December. It's obviously, it's going to be packed all the way probably to uh, to the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, because you have you have uh, King of Pro Wrestling. Then you have the uh, the Junior Tag League, then you have World Tag League, you got, um, uh, damn, I can't remember. There's another show in between all that. It's it's pretty packed from now till the end of the year. And I know that makes you, as you would like to say, moist. Moist. <laughs> yes. Quite moist. Hashtag. So, uh, so that was destruction in uh, Hiro- Hiroshima. I think they say Hiroshima. I think it's Hiroshima. Whatever, it don't matter. Um, so let's go now to destruction in Beppu. That took place Monday, September seventeenth. Um, the first match 
Uh, I don't even, I'm not even going to go there because that doesn't even matter. Um, <laughs> second match, I don't even think. Well, this was uh, David Finley and Ren Narita defeated Shota Umino and uh, Toa Hanari. Oh, the first match was Young Boys, wasn't it? Yeah, it was some Young Lions, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the next match, singles match, Ayoto Yoshida defeated Takashi uh, Aizuka. And the Aizuka. next the next match, Tiger Mask, Kushida, Ryusuke, Taguchi, and Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Shoyo, Rocky Romero, and Will Ospreay in exactly 10 minutes, I might add. Wow. Um, next match, Lance Archer and Davey Boy Smith defeated Beretta and Chucky e. T. Then Zack Sabre Jr. I just want to say, KES versus Best Friends, hands down, one of my favorites from that night because I am an absolute huge mark for the best friends mm -hmm. and KES are phenomenal. So And which that, one's KES? That match you get that night and, and you get it in uh Kobe. So if you get a chance to watch Best Friends and KES, watch that. And that's the uh Chucky e. T Beretta, Davy Boy Smith and Lance Archer. Yeah. Best friends are Chucky e. T and and Trent Beretta and KES Killer Elite Squad is Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. Well, there you have it. I wonder if Davey Boy Smith Jr. got it cleared up with the whole Jake the Snake thing or if he's still wanted in New Orleans. I, I haven't seen him in Louisiana in a while. So <laughs> yeah. <I'm just> <laughs> no, he's, he's, on, he's on the lamb. He's on the other side of the world. The next match, Zack Sabre Jr., Yoshinobu Kanamaru, and Elda Esperado defeated Evil Sonata and Bushi. Then, let's see here. Juice Robinson Tomoaki, Hanma, Togi Makabe, and Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Jay White, Yoshihashi, Toru Yano, and Kazuchika Okada. And then uh, the Never Openweight Championship. We have a new champ here, Taichi. I don't want to talk about it. Taichi defeated Haruki Goto, and you, hey. you're not. A, I don't think you're a big fan of Taichi, aren't you? I am not a fan of Taichi. I'm a fan of his. His, his wife. valet. Yeah, his I'm wife. I'm not a fan of Tai Chi. If I am Taichi, uh, when I got home that night, I would have had my wife wear nothing but that never open weight championship <laughs> belt, and we would have had a little bit of fun. <laughs> just to, just saying. I'm not a fan of him and his stupid opera singer gimmick and his junior heavyweight panties he always wears. <laughs> and then uh, the, 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 the main event, the main hair. event that night, Tetsuya Naito defeated Minoru Suzuki. So you were talking about. You said that, that that was one of your favorite matches from that night was the uh, Best Friends and the Killer Elite Squad? Yes. That one, and of course, the main event, because anytime you put Minoru Suzuki in a match, you're going to get... Like, even though Suzuki doesn't win against some of these bigger names anymore, you get, uh, let's call it a 25-minute match. What was the runtime on that? On oh, which the match? On the uh, the, Suzuki. Suzuki. 32 minutes, 8 Suzuki. seconds. Dang. Okay. 32-minute match. There was 30 minutes of Suzuki beating the crap out of Naito, two Destinos, and a pin. <laughs> well, there you it's have like it. You always see, like, if anyone stays true to their gimmick, it's Minoru Suzuki, which I don't think is a gimmick because he's a total badass regardless. But he, he beats the snot out of everyone. It doesn't matter. Men, woman, child, young boy, announcer, you're getting the crap beat out of you. Well, there you go. All right, now let's go now to Destruction and Kobe. Uh, <coughs> let's see. Rin, oh, Sho and Yo, Rapunki 3K, defeated Shota, Umino, and Rin Narita. Then Tiger Mask and Jushin Thunder Liger defeated El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanamaru. Uh, Which I was happy about. <laughs> Yuji, <laughs> Yuji Nagata, 
Satomi, uh, Satoshi Kojima and Kojima, Kojima, uh, Hiroyoshi Tenzan. I think that's how you say that. And Man, Manabu Nakanishi defeated Ayoto Yoshida, Ryusuke Taguchi, to, Tomoaki Hanma, and Togi Makabe. Uh, let's see. The best friends defeated once again. Uh, KES Beretta and Chucky T defeats Davy Boy Smith and Lance Archer. Then Jay White, Yoshihashi, and Will Osprey defeated Juice Robinson, David Finley, and Toa Hanari. Sonata Evil and Tetsuya Naito defeated Takamichi Noku, Zack Sabre Jr., and Minoru Suzuki. Um, and this one was a uh, the one of the semifinals for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Kushida defeated Bushi. And, Great match. And I, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to that match tonight with uh, Skrull and uh, Osprey. Osprey is now Marty my... Skrull. Uh, Osprey is now my second favorite uh, New Japan wrestler behind uh, Omega because my God, like you want to talk about doing some flippy stuff? Uh, Will Osprey is the king of <laughs> flippy stuff in my opinion. Um, but and then uh, the the main event for that night was obviously Tanahashi Nokata. The winner gets the the is the rights holder uh, of the Tokyo Dome Championship match uh, after 35 minutes and 43 seconds. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Kazuchika. Okada, of course, both of those guys like, wrestled. They went to a draw in the uh, G1 tournament. So, ahead, I don't Aaron. think. Uh, I, I believe it's five or six years. I think since 2012, it's been since uh, Tanahashi has actually beaten Okada. I think that was the whole storyline. Oh, like really? they've either he's either lost or gone to a draw. Because I believe in every G1, he's gone to a draw with Okada. Oh wow. And this is this is like the first time in a while that he's actually beat him, on the back of like two or three high fly flows. Finally puts him down. Yeah. And then why don't you tell us what happened after that? Oh, and then of course after that match, um, you know you thought maybe a uh, well Ghetto came down to the or Jay White came down to the ring and started beating up both guys, and Jay White beat both guys in the G one. So Jay White basically is coming out saying I deserve this title shot at Wrestle Kingdom. And uh, then Ghetto comes out. Of course, Ghetto's always been on the side of Kazuchika Okada. Well, he turns on Kazuchika Okada. So now Ghetto and uh, Jay White are now a uh, apparently a you know a, a, you know they they formed a little they're alliance. Cahooting. Yeah, they're in they're cahoots. Cahooting. Yeah, they're in cahoots <laughs> there. So um, interesting to see what they do going forward. I have a feeling that maybe Jay White. Uh, well, we might see a Jay White and Okada at some point. I don't know if we're gonna see that tonight. Let me see. Hold on. Well, this is what we're going to see. Jay White and Ghetto's teaming up tonight to take on Kushida and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, what this is making me think is, you know, because doesn't the G1 winner normally have to defend their rights, what, once or twice before by the time they get I to? I started watching New Japan last year right before G1 ended. Uh-huh. So, because that's, I got introduced to Kenny Omega, and I was like, ooh, let's go Kenny Omega against Naito, and Naito won, and I was sad, and. Long story short, and um, I don't remember watching Naito defend that briefcase at all or that much. I remember watching Naito throw it at uh, <laughs> Takahashi, but I don't remember him defending it. Well, this is how little like because I, I started watching not long after you, um, but of course I didn't start. I didn't get New Japan World until this past summer when the G One started. 
Uh, I got it for the G1, ended up keeping it, which was a smart move because I'm... I probably uh, wouldn't get rid of it. No, I'm not. I, I'm not. It's, it's, it's for the price and the, the quality of wrestling you get, hell no. That's, yeah. that's a, the biggest steal in pro wrestling. But, um, you know, you have... Crap, what was I saying now? Lost my train of thought here for a second. Oh, we're talking about, you know, Jay White. And I, I think if Hiroshi Tanahashi has to defend that that briefcase one more time, I think it's going to be against Jay White. Jay White, I don't even believe, got his return match because he did defeat Omega um, in the in the G1, right? No, uh, no not, not in the G1. He, in the G1. he defeated him some at some point. Oh, he defeated he him defeated for, the uni- him. for the U.S. heavyweight title. He defeated him for a belt, so... This is the way I think about it. I don't know if this is how it goes. But JY beat Kenny Omega for the belt. So why is he entitled to his new belt? I guess you got a point, yeah. So, but right now, I, but Jay White, I guess in, in a way, has a point. You know, he beat Tanahashi and he beat Okada in the G1. So, yeah. you know, and if he's you, trying to make his case like, that now that he should be fighting t- Tanahashi, which I think we're going to see that match. Maybe at King of Pro Wrestling, maybe... Uh, Towards the end of the year, we might see a Jay White and Tanahashi for that for that briefcase. And you know as well as I do, whenever you see uh, uh, like three man tags or two tag teams that don't have really any place being in a match, mm-hmm. it's a setup match. Yeah, it's showing you uh, a match to come. So yeah. odds are we'll probably see a Tanahashi Jay White coming up. Yeah, so um, speaking of coming up tonight, Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Um, they're, nice segue. Yeah, they're gonna be uh, <laughs> they're uh, they're gonna be in Long Beach, California tonight at the Long Beach Walter Pyramid. Uh, that will It'll be streaming be live. It'll be streaming live on New Japan World. If you don't have New Japan World, uh, there's no other way to watch it live. You'll have to wait till Friday. They're gonna play it on Access TV Friday night, so or you'll be able to watch it. There. Well, I mean, there might be another way, but. I highly recommend using New Japan World. Uh, but this is the match lineup for tonight. Uh, the first match, it's ACH, Ryu- Ryusuke, Taguchi, and Jushin Thunder Liger taking on Sho, Yo, and Rocky Romero. ACH is from Texas. Yeah, well, Shout he's, he's, uh, he's going to be fighting tonight against Rapongi 3K and Rocky Romero alongside Taguchi yeah, and like Liger. they got a lot of uh, indie talent from the States to come in on this uh Oh, yeah. Well, well, here we go. We're going to continue down the match card for tonight. Second match will be a straight-up tag match. Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels taking on Chase Owen and Hangman Page. Third match is a six-man tag. Flip Gordon, Chris Sabin, Jeff Cobb taking on Chucky T. Beretta and Hiroki Goto. Tell you what, this is looking like a... ROH TV champion, Jeff Cobb. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we, there's gonna be a lot of. I mean, th- 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 alert, I guess. This is gonna be This is gonna be a pretty solid. This is gonna be a really solid show tonight. Uh, fourth match is going to be Sonata Evil and Tetsuya Naito taking on Davy Boy Smith Jr., Lance Archer, and Zack Saber Jr. The fifth match will be a straight up tag match: Kushida and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Ghetto and Jay White. This is the match I'm really looking forward to tonight. It's the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship second semifinal of the, that tournament. Will Osprey versus Marty Skrull. Of course, the winner will face. Uh, is it Kushida that won the other match? Yes. So the winner will face Kushida at some point down the line. Did they say when that title match is going to be? Yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. Is it going to be a King of Pro Wrestling? I'll find it. They, they have it somewhere around here. I want to like say it might be. That's the only a, match yeah. listed for that one. It might be King of Pro Wrestling, I think. I'd imagine that 
might be it. Let me look here real quick. I'm looking at the schedule coming up here. Yeah, course, King of Pro Wrestling, October 8th. So that's uh, next. The only match listed is the Junior Heavyweight well, that's Championship. A week, that's, a, that's a week from tomorrow. So uh, the winner of this match, I'm pulling for Osprey. Osprey was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion before losing it to Takahashi. Before Takahashi obviously broke his neck and had to, I guess, vacate it. So Osprey and Skrull tonight. Uh, that'll be the second semifinal matchup. Winner will face Kushida on October the 8th at King of Pro Wrestling. Cruiser, are you still there? It looks like you froze here on the computer. Oh, there you are. Okay, we got you. Yeah, I was looking up the schedule and whatnot. Okay. Uh, next matchup. This is going to be another good one, I think. IWGP Tag Team Championship on the line tonight. Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson facing Tonga Loa and Tama Tonga. That one's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's not going to be good. That's going to be fantastic. That's going to be awesome. Um, and then... The IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. I think this is Juice Robinson's first title defense since he's won it back at the G1 Special, and he's going to defend it against the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Cody. Nice. So Juice Robinson and Cody tonight, and then the main event is going to be a special tag match, Tomohiro Ishii and Kazuchika Okada taking on the Golden Lovers, Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. So a really... Holy crap, that's an event right there. Yeah, a really stacked car tonight. So if you're in Long Beach tonight, uh, you're going to be in for a treat if you're going to the Walter Walter Pyramid. Looking forward to that. Uh, That's going to be, of course, live on New Japan Pro Wrestling. Cruz, I know you're working, but I'm sure you're going to watch it when you get off, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When I get home at 3 o'clock, there's there's not going to be anything on except that show. (laughs) So... uh, what do you? Uh, what? Which one of these matches are you really? I know you're looking forward, of course, to the Golden Lovers, Tomohiro Ishii and Okada. Other than that, what match are you really looking uh, forward to to seeing tonight? Honestly, uh, Juice Robinson and Cody. Any chance that Juice drops that belt to Cody, and Cody now has the NWA World Championship and the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship? Here's, I've been I've been bouncing it off of. Uh, people, here's what you got. You got Juice Robinson, and you got Cody, who's the NWA champion. Now, Juice Robinson beats Cody. Does that mean that he gets a shot at the strap? Uh, that's going to be interesting. Now, of course, Cody's you know scheduled to defend. He got the rematch with Aldis, I think, on October 21st in Nashville. Yep. So, um. What I want to know is, I, I'm assuming Cody's going to have the NWA championship around his waist when he comes out tonight. I would assume. There's no way he doesn't. I would assume because mm-hmm. I don't know what the, yeah. the the I know you know New Japan and NWA's had a working relationship, which yeah. All In was not a New Japan show. So, uh, but I, I, for what I for what I've heard, they don't really have much of a working relationship these days. So I don't know if they would allow him to wear the NWA belt on New Japan TV. So. Um, I would hope sure. that sure I would hope. No, yeah, I would hope they're smart. That's one of the biggest angles in professional wrestling yeah. right now. Yeah. So, but uh, as far out, yeah. you know, which is what makes you wonder. You know, if Juice retains his title, now does he get a shot at the NWA World Title? I I would say he does, but he won't get it. Here's like the, he, you know, he's earned here's it. Here's the next angle, though. Okay, you have this new NWA champion who you just let beat the crappy yet. Dominant NWA champion, <laughs> and you're trying to make him look strong. You just put him over on a uh, Willie Mac. So, do you let Juice take uh, Cody take the pin and look like a weakling against a far um, less superior 
air quotes, opponent in Juice Robinson. Uh-huh. Also, other side of the coin, from what I understand, Cody hasn't, you know, uh, signing days coming up. You know, just like Punchman Martinez hasn't signed, isn't going to sign with ROH. Signing days coming up. Does New Japan try and lock in Cody or somehow work with ROH to where they both lock him in and then they put the U.S. strap on him? So you're saying that, you know, they could put that strap on him tonight? It all depends on, you know, what angle they're trying to play, you know? Yeah, I guess you have a point. If Juice Robinson wins this match, though, I don't see him getting an NWA world title Mm -hmm. shot because – I mean, for all we know, Cody might just drop the belt back to Aldis, which would suck. But Yeah, screw you, Aldis. But, you know, I think it was just a one-off kind of thing. Yeah, we'll give you the belt, you know, for your event, and then, Brawling. you know, you'll hold and on to it. You'll, really yeah, and you'll hang on to it for a little bit, but eventually you got to give it back to Aldis. Well, I don't know if you've guys seen this on the Internet and how much weight you put behind this, but uh, I've seen some rumblings of – because the Jacksons, I think, are up for contracts too here recently. All, all of them are. Yeah. Marty, Hangman, uh, the Bucks, Cody, um, Kenny Omega, they're all up. So well, apparently, W. Of course, we all know a while back, WWE was, was trying to throw gobs of money at Omega and the Bucks, which I don't think they're going to take. But, but here's the thing. But, here's the thing about it, though. They've decided that whatever they decide is going to be as a group. They're moving on together. Which they're then they're gonna they're all gonna stay in New Japan. But it also begs exactly. the wait. It also begs the question of the popularity of All In. What if they start their own organization? Uh I'm well. Look, as Vince McMahon, it takes a lot of money to run an organization. But granted, they do have the name and the willpower. I don't think they have. They do have the, the name and the recognition, but I don't think they have. The, uh, collectively, they're the hottest group of wrestlers in the world well, right yeah, now. Well, yeah, but you know, I think they. Um, and, but the thing is, they already have their creative freedom in New Japan. So uh, basically, you start your own, you know, wrestling company. It's the exact same thing, except now you have the hassle of running the company, handling the finances, and all that other stuff that comes with it. Whereas right now, I think they just want to, you know. They basically get the same exact thing, except they don't have the hassle of the business side of it. Just collect your checks. You get to show up, have your creative freedom, and that's it. You know. And right now, they're running New Japan, so I think they're in a good spot right now. Now, in ten years, I I, w- I could see that idea, but well, for right now, they're trying to run. And they're they're trying to, you know, basically because New Japan right now they're you know jumping into the international scene, whereas you're going to, you know, New Japan's going to need a guy like Kenny Omega and, you know, a team like the Young Bucks to help get them into the next atmosphere, uh, you know, to where they can draw. I'm not saying they're going to ever be in the same league as WWE as far as, you know, the global phenomenon that they are. But, you know, if you want that chance to compete with WWE, you need guys like Omega and you need guys like the Bucks. And they're going to, like I said, New Japan, and New Japan's making a lot of money this year. This is New Japan's probably best financial year they've ever had. So now they have a little more money to throw at the Bucks and Omega. Might not be as much as WWE can throw at them, but it's going to definitely be enough for them to stay in New Japan, certainly. And I, I don't right. even think they well, even, I don't, it's not even about the money for them. They just want the creative freedom. The Bucks are signed with ROH. Oh, they're so signed with ROH. To come over the cash. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cody, Hangman, Skrull, and the Bucks are ROH talent. Well, I feel like, well, I don't know. I thought I read somewhere that like, 
And maybe it's part of their contract that New Japan has just as much rights to them as ROH does. I don't know. I'd imagine so because, I mean, you don't just put titles on schlubs coming over from another yeah. company, you know? And that's what that that's the one thing that I, I kind of dislike about this, you know, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan relationship is that, you know, it's hard to believe as, you know, guys like us, hard to believe that they're going to put titles on Ring of Honor talent, New Japan is. So... I don't know. I'd like, and granted, I've enjoyed New Japan more, a little more than Ring of Honor. I hope all these guys come over to strictly New Japan. And of course, you can go still go perform in Ring of Honor, obviously. But you know, um, more chances that you get these uh, IWGP belts on these Ring of Honor talents if you sign strictly with New Japan. And of course, while New Japan still has to work in relationship with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So, all right, uh, let's see here. I don't know of that story. I'm looking forward to Cody and Juice Robinson. Oh yeah. Uh, so. Well, you, uh, let's talk quickly about high spots. You want to yes. talk about high spots? Yeah, big news. If you've been following us on social media, especially Facebook, you know that we have a brand new sponsor in the house, uh, highspots.com. So here's how our sponsorship works. It's kind of like the other ones that we have, like with Amazon and stuff like that. Um, essentially, if you use our link, you can buy anything that you like on highspots.com, wrestling DVDs. We found that they still sell wrestling VHSs. Wow. Uh, wrestling mask, title belts, pretty much if it's wrestling, it's at highspots.com. You've heard of highspots.com. A wrestling ring for your backyard promotion. Exactly. Hell yeah. The Bazil Wrestling Association. <laughs> BWA. There's going to be three of us. Whatever the World Tag want. Team Champions of Bazil over there. Yeah. Tons of memorabilia, tons of collectibles. It's all at highspots.com. I mean, the cool thing about it is they've said, hey, we like your product, Average Marks. We want to help you guys out. We want to sponsor you guys. But here's how our sponsorship works. It works with our listeners. So you want this wrestling memorabilia. We know you do. That's why we partnered up with highspots.com. So essentially, you go uh, to our social media. You click the High Spots link. So at the average marks on Facebook and Twitter. You click the High Spots link. You do your shopping. No extra cost is ever added to you. High Spots said, you know what? You bring in your listeners. They buy stuff from us. We're going to give you guys a percentage of the sale. Yeah. So that's how our sponsorship works. Yeah. So make sure the next time you go to highspots.com, you are using our link. And essentially today, by the time this podcast is out, I will have all those links pinned on the top of our social media pages. All right. Well, we we did have some stuff for Rumor Mill, but I don't know if we have enough time. I think we got to get ready for Jackson Castle here. Y- yes. Uh Katie, tell them this one more minute because I got it. I know how much of a Tennille Dashwood mark you okay, are. Okay, yeah, we got to do the. Let's do go ahead and do that one thing. We can save the other stuff for later. Right. So at the same TV taping that Punishment Martinez lost uh, or dropped the title, Tennille Dashwood, huh? Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tennille Dashwood came out in a sling, and she said she wanted to be real with the crowd, and said she's been dealing with a shoulder injury for about six months now. Mm-hmm. She's got, I don't even know why she put this in there, a skin condition. And then she also has like a digestive system, uh, like disease. Wow. Yeah. So, well, as long as it's not a sex. Possibly. As, I don't know. As long as it's not a sexually transmitted disease. Well, I mean, good. who knows? But at the same But I would still think about it. 
<laughs> at, at the same time, she's gonna be she's gonna be out for a little bit. And you just said she just signed a new deal, huh? Well, they think, just got no, damaged good. No, they didn't. She didn't sign a deal. I think it said they offered her a new deal. Oh, so Ring of Honor's offered her a new contract. And I mean, obviously, if you're Tennille, nobody else is offering you a contract. Sign the damn th- contract, but yeah. Um, and somebody somebody commented they were saying they'd love to see her go to Impact. Yes, but like I said, if she's hurt. I don't think Impact's coming call you know anytime soon. They just got Scarlet. Oh my God, Scarlet Bordeaux versus Tennille Dashwood, Braun oh Panties match. Come on God. now, book it, somebody, <laughs> somebody book it. But uh, I think I did see that they offered her a Ring of Honor contract. Uh, if she's going to take it or not, yet to be determined. So, but that sucks that she's hurting all that, deal with all that stuff. Because man, she's uh she is too good to not be uh she's not she's too good looking and she's a good wrestler too to not be not be wrestling wrestling. So yeah, it's, it's so tough. I mean, it's if, rough. If she got Brock Lesnar guts, obviously he can come back from it because he did. Yeah. It might take her a little bit. Yeah. Uh, apparently her shoulder is pretty foobar. I so she's going to yeah. have to get surgery. Yep. Uh, but I'm wondering what the skin condition is. She's going to pop, bro. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's got to be bad enough where she's like, hey, I need to I need to tell him about this too. Yeah, but... Uh, I guess we'll know as, as more information comes out because yeah. this is pretty fresh. Yeah, this is fairly new stuff. So we'll we'll keep you updated though. All right. Is it time for for Jackson now? Yeah, we just got the thumbs up. All right, let's do it. All right, we are joined by our special guest today, Jackson Castle. This interview is brought to you by HighSpots.com. Of course, they are the world's merch table. Anything from wrestling DVDs, masks, title belts, memorabilia, collectibles, shirts, VHS tapes, folks, they still got those at highspots.com and of course with them sponsoring this interview if you go to our social media and you click the high spots link whatever you spend on highspots.com today they will donate a percentage of the sale to the average marks no average uh, no extra cost to you they're just hooking you boys up jackson what's up man oh what's up man i'm, I'm glad to see you know high spots you're on board with high spots because that's actually where i started really yeah, I uh, took my first bumps under George South at Hot Spots in Charlotte. Oh, man, that's pretty cool, dude. A <laughs> yeah. little, little uh, everything comes in a circle, circle of life. Yeah. Very cool, man. Well, you just had a lot of recents in your life, and I was like, man, this is the time to have Jackson Castle on the show. So you recently just did a big move. You moved from Florida all the way to Hotlanta. Yeah, moved out, moved out to wrestle to train at the uh, One Fall Power Factory with uh, QT Marshall and, Gra- and Glacier. Now, what what I guess drew you to that school? Uh, I want to say like, well, it was a year ago. Uh, I went to a seminar there with Jay Lethal, and when I went there, I just you know I fell in love with the place. You know, QT is a very good coach, and I told him from there. I said, you know, I'm I'm going to move to Atlanta. We kept in contact whenever he would have a seminar. I would go down to Atlanta, go to it, and then whenever. You know, it was time. The time was right. Now I moved to Atlanta. Right, and man. I, and I tell you, I chose. And I tell you what, their their facility looks absolutely amazing. Oh, it is. It has everything from top to bottom. You know, great coaches, weight room, have a own staff, dietitian. You know. Wow. So are they they're so are they teaching you like a three sixty approach over there? Are they teaching you like um, even stuff like to do like that doesn't have to do with wrestling, like um, like how to manage your career and everything like that? Uh yes, sir. Ah, very cool. So go ahead and shout them out and let everybody know where they can find them on the internet. 
the one fall power factory just uh do a quick search on facebook one fall o-n-e-f-a-l-l -L, power factory get on uh instagram is one fw power factory i may be right i may be wrong i don't know the handle off the top but that's where you can find us that we have great people coming in for seminars you know grateful city like we said before and uh if you're in the area you know hit up qt and you know he'll work something out for you right weren't uh brandy Rhodes and cody there a few uh weeks ago uh yeah they were we had the uh dusty Rhodes uh american dream scholarship camp that's cool yeah we had uh les thatcher kevin kelly dr tom pritchard as the uh, special guest uh ernest the cat miller showed up uh like like it's it's a lot that we have going on there like uh we also have a guy who's a trained acting coach. He comes in and like helps with promos and you know how to display certain emotion with words and everything. You know, it's all around top to bottom. You know, it's it's a great facility where you know it's almost like kind of like almost right under the performance center, WWE performance center is what I think. You know, and yeah, and they also have the deal with Ring of Honor. It's uh the Power Factory, Maryland Championship Wrestling, the Monster Factory, and uh. Team 3D Academy in uh, Florida. Wow. So that's some pretty heavy weight behind that. That's pretty cool. Now, you said Les Thatcher. That reminded me of an interview we had with Sammy Callahan where he said he wishes he could find Les Thatcher and introduce him to his bat. <laughs> Man, I, I love Les. You know, Les, you know, he he gives his input, you know, and me, I take, I take all criticism, you know, and I use it, you know, to my advantage, whether it's good or whether it's bad, you know. You know stuff like that it's it's not a person in wrestling you know i can say like you know i can say anything bad about you know because i can learn something from everyone right and speaking of learning man you just had a whirlwind trip over in uh japan <laughs> yeah it was it was a, it was a learning experience you know it's, it's out there the guys are so all the guys from top to bottom are so dedicated you know to what they do so how, how'd you get involved in that uh just hustling you know just like I use, I use like the social media thing. I use it to my advantage. I use it as a, as a business, you know, uh, I have been talking to a promoter named Jimmy Suzuki for quite some while and the opportunity presented itself. He said, yes, you can come. And, and I went, I jumped on it and I went, you know, and like, I just went, you know, to kind of expand my horizon and get my name out there. You know, I wasn't trying to go, get a contract and you know, I just wanted to go, you know, show them what I can do. And I went and I did that, you know, and I got a great response on, you know, the promoters and the fans out there. Like they, they want to see me come back. That is awesome. Now you did a good job of like documenting the whole trip, like on your social media. So if anybody wants to check out photos or videos, where can they find you on social media? Uh, it's under, uh, you can catch it under my Jackson Castle page. Or you can catch it on my personal page. Uh, it's, it's shared. It is uh, it is public. I didn't set it private. So just uh, it's all attached to each other. Oh, very cool. Now, <clears throat> something that's near and dear to our heart besides wrestling is food. And you did a great job documenting <laughs> what you ate in Japan. How was that experience with because some of the stuff that you had on the plates, I was like, whoa, he's going in. Uh, I mean, I, when I when I went there, you know, I said, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be there, I'm just gonna, you know, immerse myself in the culture, the food, you know, everything. Like, there was a McDonald's and there was a, a Kentucky Fried Chicken like in the area, but I 
I didn't eat. I eat those mainly, you know, as I'm a real big late night eater, which I shouldn't be. <laughs> like all of us, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm normal. I'm normal too. So, and you know, that's what I would eat. You know, the American food, but for the most part, you know, I was just if I it was if it was ramen or shabu shabu, like, like I would. That's that's what I wanted. Was there anything that uh, the locals? said you should try that you were like you, you looked at it and you're like uh oh, there's no way uh no, no, nothing in particular nice like i just like i said i just went in there and whatever i saw if it said it was new on the menu i choose it <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go back again and get something that i wanted to get wanted to try out it's it's a, it's a few things that i actually like that i would actually try to cook here yeah, it's just it's just there, you know. They have like different cuts of meat, and for one of the dishes that I like, they cut the meat so thin, and I don't think I'm a master chef to cut the meat that thin yet. But you know, I'm going to try though. Now we've seen Jackson Castle wrestling in Japan. Could we see Jackson Castle in Mexico anytime soon? Uh, it just depends on how you know how everything goes. You know, I mean, the Japan trip, you know, it kind of came as a bit of surprise i didn't expect it to happen but you know like i said i I keep hustling you know i hustle to get my booking so you never know mexico the uk you never know i'm I'm always networking right and finding out new things and you know so and i like i said i I just keep pushing if i get it i get it if i don't i just move on to the next one right on now another thing you've documented on your social media and this is really inspiring especially to me because i want to lose weight and you have dropped a ton of weight what kind of diet did you do uh it was the diet that i uh that our nutritionist wrote for me like because uh you know i was have you seen before like i was a real real extremely muscular thick guy Mm -hmm. and i could i could move but it was you know a thing where it's like if you want to move better you know, just try to come down, drop your weight a little bit, and you know, hey, that's what I did, and I feel I feel a lot better. Like I know right now, like when I get back, I have to go through a whole crash course and get back on track because I did a lot of eating in Japan, <laughs> a lot of carbs. So, I mean, it's it's like right now. Before I left Japan, I weighed around two between two twenty and two twenty five. That's where I weighed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the goal for me is like it was two fifteen, but I want to say right now, like I, I just want to see how far I can go, right? Because, and I want to be able to wrestle big guys, small guys, and I don't want to place myself in a box and be limited because you know, you get, I feel I get more work, you know, doing it like that instead of just being stuck in one category. Right. And recently you've also worked some WWE shows. So, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, like the sky I've always said, because let's, let's rewind a year ago. I don't know if you remember this or not, but you were my rookie of the year in our year end awards. And I tell you what, your career has just taken off. And I've always said it since then. I'll say it now. The sky's the limit for you, dude. You got a great attitude. You got a great look. Uh, tell us uh, how it went with these uh, WWE appearances. Uh, it was it was you no know, little, little extra work. You know you you show up. You show up. You backstage. You know you just you sort of you're around all the talent. You know, it's got to be walking. great for networking. Uh, it it it, it is. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you can't really get out there and, you know, talk and network, you know, 
in that environment. But yeah. if you see him outside, outside of it, yeah. But like, like I said, I knew, uh, I knew one guy there. Well, I knew Cedric because Cedric, you know, Cedric trained me a little bit. Cedric Alexander. Oh, uh, cool. And I knew him and uh, talked to him a little bit. Then, you know, some of the guys that I was with, they knew some of the talent there already because they, you know, they came up with him. I knew him on the Indies. So, but it was, it was a good experience. You know, you just, it's like, it's a lot of sitting, but the catering, <laughs> the catering is magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, with that, then uh, I've done uh, NXT. Uh, I want to say a month ago, I was you know, backstage for that. And uh, that's, Almost the same, you know, with that. But it's like you're really in with the talent. Like, there's a room. Like, when you watch the, uh, they have a little room where you, a classroom where you watch the show. Yeah. And you, you're watching it with everybody, everyone. You know, you're sitting there watching it. There's Adam Cole. There's uh, Keith Lee. There's, you know, who, everyone, you know, Ricochet. Like, they're right there with you. I mean, and you can actually talk to them and ask them questions, you know. Yeah. Speaking of um, all the newcomers to NXT and you having ties with your facility to ROH, did you hear the news about possibly Punishment Martinez going to NXT? Uh, to, <laughs> I, I mean, I already knew that. <laughs> okay. Do you think he's going to do well? Uh, yeah, he, he's going he's gonna to do well. He's going to do well. Like, uh, I love, I, like I said, uh, Punishment's a great guy. Like I knew, like I said, I know him from the Power Factory mm-hmm. because he he's came he's came he's done a camp and for WrestleMania uh, weekend you know we were hanging out together. Oh, cool. Yeah, we had, like I said, it's like that Power Factory connection. You know, it's you know it goes like it goes a long ways and like right. yeah, he's gonna do he's gonna do great because you know he has a unique character and that is a character right now they're missing in the uh, WWE as far as, like, you know, filling that void that The Undertaker may may be leaving. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's still around, but, you know, he's not around all the time. And, you know, I feel punishment. He can do that. And he's very talented, very athletic, very knowledgeable. Gave me some great knowledge when I met him, when I talked to him. So he's going to do well. Very cool. Now, what's in the future for uh, Jackson Castle? What uh, what date you got coming up? Uh, We have a... we have a a, tra- a show at a uh, One Fall Power Factory. I think it's on the twelfth of October, and on the twenty seventh of October, we're going to be in New Iberia for uh, Action Packed Wrestling. Oh, right on! Yeah, I get my rematch against uh, Robert Gotti. I got to get my APW title back. <laughs> right, I need to be ten pounds here. If I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna lose ten pounds in the gut. I need to have me ten more pounds to make up for it. <laughs> right, right. Now, if uh, if a promoter's listening to the interview, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, just get in touch with my Facebook, uh, Jackson Castle, or jacksoncastle at gmail.com, J-A-X-S-O-N-C-A-S-S-E-L at gmail, or the, those two, really by email, and I'm easy to work with. I don't ask for a lot. <laughs> Very cool, man. Now, speaking of all the traveling you've been doing, I know you fly a lot. How different was an international flight between a domestic flight? Uh, well, it, well, on the international flight, you know, they they constantly feed you. Yes, constantly feed you, which which is good. And the difference between the like the flight there, like going to Japan. And when I got on a, a regular domestic flight to fly into uh, New Orleans, 
it was quiet. <laughs> like like the Japanese like they're they're real like quiet people like you know at at like the restaurants when you walk in there you see I mean people text on their phone yeah but you don't see anyone talking on the phone like wow. no one's talking on the phone like really hardly hardly anybody on the train nobody's talking on the phone you may see them texting but nobody's talking and that's that's really one of the things that. I figured out that was a big accomplishment was how to navigate through Japan because I figured out it took me about three days and I figured out the train stations. I knew which trains to catch to go where wherever I wanted to go. Yeah. Now, I think I heard this somewhere. Tell me if this is true or not. Um, so if you tried to strike up a conversation with somebody in a restaurant or in like the subway or something like that, that's extremely disrespectful, right? I, I Like I said, I, I didn't. I didn't try to, so I wouldn't know. Like I just, like I didn't, like when I, I see them sitting there eating, mind their business. You know, I, I kind of, I did the same. Yeah. And on the train, I went on the train. You know, uh, people are they like I said they were nice when I needed something to figure out something. I would ask them, and they would tell me. Yeah. Did a lot of did a lot of the Japanese people speak English, or you had to use like Google Translate or? Uh, little bit. Yeah, little. It was a little, little bit of both. Like it was, it was. It shocked me that more spoke English than what I thought. Right. Well, that's cool, man. That's a, that's a great memory to have. And I know, like, um, you hit up uh, Samu, and you were like, "Man, I know why you come here all the time." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the people are like they're very nice. They're polite. You know, they they make you feel like you know, make you feel like a superstar while you're there. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm like, I'm just a, I'm a small town guy from Louisiana, you know, and I'm just like, wow, these people really appreciate me being here. So, like I said, the fans, the fans are nice. The people are nice. Promoters were nice. And like all the guys, like they, when I was there, you know, <clears throat> met, a, met a guy, uh, Wild Seven, and like he, like it was his first time meeting me. Yeah. And he helped me from the moment I stepped foot in Tokyo to the moment I left. Right on. A little brotherhood. You got some merchandise on Pro Wrestling Tees, right? Yes, sir, I do. Let's shout that out. Yeah, if you want to uh, go to Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, just search up Jackson Castle. You will see a lot of, they see five different shirt designs. Uh, most of them will, may, they may not hit the merch stand on the shows I'm on. <laughs> oh, wow. I can tell you that. So those shirts are going to be exclusive. So if I see someone with one of those shirts, I'm going to be really, really excited. <laughs> right on. And I, yeah, and I, I mean, I, I'm constantly coming up with new shirt designs to sell at the uh, at my shows too. So, well, very cool, everybody. Check out Jackson, uh, Jackson Castle. Also, he's got some videos on there of when he was wrestling in Japan. So that's a good time. And if you're like me and you love seeing what other people are eating. Uh, he's got a lot of those pictures as well. So really cool to uh, come on here with us. We appreciate it. I know you're very busy. You're uh, traveling all the way back to Atlanta. And, uh, man, good luck and keep up the hard work, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We want to thank Jackson Castle for coming in. Really cool story about hearing about Japan. And I was following him on his Facebook page as he documented, like, his whole trip there. And the food, some of it looked amazing. Some of it looked, eh, I don't know if I'd be eating that. Yeah, um, unique food over there in Japan. Yeah, but uh, really cool experience. And he's got some of his matches on there, too. Yeah. And he, he wrestled with uh, Tokyo Championship Wrestling. Of course, he shouted out Jimmy Suzuki. And um, so, I mean, that's got to be, I mean, 
write it off on the on the what what do they call that when you do something that you wanted to do your whole life? Bucket list. Bucket list. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's write good. that off on the bucket list because yep. I mean, who doesn't want to go to Japan? And then you do something that you're passionate about and you love there. Yeah. And you get a great reception from the crowd. Yeah, it's, I mean, good. it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, all the wrestlers there were giving him props. So he said he's going to go back. I would love to see Jackson Castle in Mexico as well. That's what I brought. Mm-hmm. That's why I brought yeah. that up. Yeah. I think he would do really well and, and actually be pretty big down there because, you know, Americans, they love them down there in Mexico. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of heel Americans down there in old Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Cruz, did you see uh, Survivor on CBS this week? I did not. Okay. You guys got to check it out. It's Wednesdays, 7 Mm p.m., Survivor. John Morrison's on there. Johnny Impact. Johnny Moondial. And uh, he was talking about how... He was doing like his uh, thing in Mexico and how he's an American heel down there, and, you know, pretty much saying how you know they're poor and they suck and Americans are rich and we're awesome. And he was and he was like one of the gimmicks I used down there is I called myself Mister Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I started he's, laughing so hard. He's got he's got that physique going pretty strong. Yeah, he does. Oh, shout out to him on a great movie too. I just watched Boone the Bounty Hunter. Mm-hmm. Good flick. Oh, okay. I'd recommend it. it's on Netflix. Oh, I got Netflix. And apparently, if you watch it, he gets paid. Because I heard him in an interview with Ryan K. Bowman, and he said that movie's doing well, and he's already made his money back on it. Wow. He had to Very sell good. his he had to sell his house to make it. Oh wow. Yeah. But well, maybe was, he can buy his house back now. Yeah. Really well done. All right. Well, I think that's it, man. Cruz, thanks for joining us today, brother. Not a problem. It's nice to be part of it. Yeah, it's always good always. to uh, get a uh, fresh perspective, especially on uh, New Japan, because yeah. like, uh, I just sit back in the cut and <laughs> let you guys Yeah, even, even lately, you know, with football season, it, it, it's been hard for me to kind of keep up with it, too. So G1 was perfect. G1 uh, tournament is, is a perfect timing tournament because it's been the middle of July to the middle of August. So it kind of helps me just get to, the, to that last little bit of the offseason before college football season starts. So, But uh, definitely going to be watching uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed t- tonight. Going to Basile to Brinkman's to watch that tonight. And then King of Pro Wrestling coming up in a little over a week, too. Looking forward to that one, too. That should be a pretty good show. Yeah, we also dropped our episode three of the Hottest Woman in Wrestling Tournament. So go check that out. It's exclusively at our website, AverageMarks.com. While you're there, you can see where we're at. Man, if the podcast can be put on a website, most likely we're there. If you're listening to us on iTunes, Right when you get done, please give us a comment. Please give us a rating and subscribe. That will get us in their algorithm, and we will be suggested to other pro wrestling fans. And follow us on social media, at The Average Marks, Twitter, Facebook. We're there. We post. We love interacting with you guys. So, uh, man, any parting thoughts, Cruz? Uh, I can't wait to actually watch uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed tonight. And also... I'm kind of sad no one referred to me as the champion. Oh, oh that's uh, right. Yeah, he's the champ. Yeah, that's he true. laid the smacketh, toweth. Well, you should have. Where's your belts? Uh, it's still held hostage by our last champ. No. Oh, Brinkman still has it. I mean, I haven't gone get it, but we'll say he's holding it hostage. Oh, okay. We got to rectify this. I still got to get my all-in C block trophy. So. There's the second one. Oh, yeah, nice. He's got, he's got a ring there. WWE Championship ring. Nice. Very nice. So, you need to make uh, Brink kiss that like Cody does. <laughs> I told everyone, I was like, you don't want me to have the ring because I'm just going to walk around going, <laughs> oh, oh, kiss it. Uh, and that's, yeah. that's the Cachata League, huh? Yeah. 
Kashada. The Kashada Wrestling Order. Shout out. <laughs> wrestling Order. Go. Yeah, well, you, you yeah. might have to defend it again this coming weekend. Super Showdown's coming up, so there's going to be yep. scorecards for that. Yep. All right, well. Shout out to Marcus. There you go. You're our, our favorite listener. You're yep. That's not me. Arch enemy. <laughs> All right, Patrick, anything else, but That's it. Yeah, let's do it. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Remarks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of the Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. For more information on the show, follow us on Twitter and iTunes. AMP is a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com.